Life is a game, and everyone's a player. Whether you believe it or not, the only thing that matters is the score. I can help you score, Katie. The girl looks at me dubiously. She's tall and beautiful with blonde hair, blue eyes, and a smile to die for. She works in her family's corporate law office in San Francisco. She makes low six figures, gets four weeks of vacation a year, and has a small but desirable apartment in one of the best neighborhoods. Most women would say she's got it all, but you never know what's on the inside. And right now, Katie is a mess. It feels like cheating, Fletch. Not everyone calls me Fletch, but all the girls I work with do. They see me as a friend, someone on their side, a confidant. They share their innermost secrets and I listen. I'm there to wipe their tears. I hold hands, dish out praise, and cheer when they win. And they always win. Because I'm a winner, and everyone I take under my wing is a reflection of me. Katie, listen to me, sweetie, okay? I place a fingertip under her chin and make those sad eyes meet my gaze. She's been destroyed by an asshole she trusted, and today is the day that asshole overtakes all the years of praise and happiness and beats her down. She thinks it's her fault he's an asshole, that she wasn't enough, but the truth I hammer home is that he's not good enough for her. This is my job. I take these women at their lowest and build them back up. She met me a few months ago through a mutual friend. I'm here to take that sting of defeat away and turn it into whatever it is she thinks she wants. I'm not just a player, Katie. I'm a professional. And for the right price, I'll guarantee you a win. You want Mr. Let Me Lick Your Abs to lick you back? I'm the chess piece. You wish Mr. Corporate Moneybags would buy you bling? I'll put them on the game board. You need Mr. String You Along to get strung up with jealousy? We'll checkmate together, baby and he'll never know what hit him. Think about it. A guaranteed win. I'm just not sure he's worth it. Him? Jesus Christ, no, Katie, not him. He's an asshole. Sweetie, we're talking someone brand new, okay? Anyone you want can be yours, if you sign the contract. She takes a deep breath and lets it out, still undecided. I can do it, I tell her. I can change your life. Make your dreams come true, and he'll never even know he was played. But it all comes at a price. Because sexy doesn't sell, sweetie. It's for sale. Okay, she finally says. Okay. This time it comes with a smile. I'll do it. I'll sign. Where's the contract? Yes, I cheer silently. Here you are, babe. Just read it over, initial each stipulation, and then sign at the bottom. And here, I hand her a business card is the bank account number. As I explained before, I only accept wire transfers. My dressing room door opens and lets in a chorus of cheers from the ladies waiting to see the show. Mitch walks over to my rack of outfits and browses through it. Katie is still reading her contract, but she's not too worried about it. I've outlined it all in previous meetings, and she comes from a long line of lawyers, so she knows legit when she sees it. She skims it, signs, then hands it back with a new hope shining through her sad depression. This is going to work, right? I promise, sweetie, or your money back. Okay, when do we start? I'll be in touch. I take her hand and pull her to her feet. I bring her to me, just enough to make it personal, and lean into her neck so I can whisper, Forget about him and think about me. 
For the next few months, I'm your whole life, and I won't ever treat you like he did. She turns her head and kisses my cheek. Thank you, Fletch, so much. I watch her ass as she walks out of my dressing room, because, hey, I'm an ass man and I can't help myself, and then gather up her contract and stuff it into my briefcase. Got another sucker, huh, Novak? Mitch asks as he peruses my rack. Fuck off, you dick, and get your own costumes. He sighs. The one I wear for my first gig was ripped off last week, remember? I haven't had time to find a replacement. Whatever. I'm gonna run this up to my room, I say, holding up my briefcase. Be back in ten. Don't be late. Chandler is in a shit mood tonight. I ignore that. I can handle Chandler. Besides, I'm the star of the show. I open the door and again there's a roar from the crowd as Chandler warms them up after our first group act. Steve goes solo first, then Bill. I come on third, the main attraction for 15 whole minutes, and then Mitch and Sean finish it up before we all come back on stage for the finale. I head away from the noise and slip through the backstage door. Not all the guys in the show have a suite at the Landslide Hotel and Casino Resort, only Chandler and me, since we're the senior members of the cast. But it's a damn good perk and comes with a private elevator to the North Tower penthouses where they comp rooms for the high rollers. I press the button and step in when the doors open. The ride up to the 15th floor is quick, since this is a dedicated elevator for the upper floors, and then I step into the dimly lit hallway and walk the length of the corridor to the end, where our suites share the same alcove and flash my keycard. Inside, the AC is chilly and welcoming. Lake Tahoe doesn't get hot, but hot is relative, right? And August is hot just about everywhere in America. I place my briefcase on the desk and then open it up and take out Katie's file. I've got three weeks of surveillance on her already, which is kind of ironic considering what she does at her law firm. But let's face it, when I told her I was a professional, I meant it. I knew she'd end up being a client the first night we were introduced. She had the look of fear back then. Today, she had the look of desperation. 